Dave Dobbin, who I think died the other day. Recently. Nah. I think so. I could be wrong. Really? If, we, if well, he's not, if he's not dead, I... to look up. Yeah, no, if, if he hasn't died, I apologise to his family for scaring them, but I suspect that he might have. And before that, we had Rock and Roll Heaven. So it's a heavenly kind of a thing. It's a very heavenly show tonight because, of course, we're dealing with uh, Nail Up Day. And uh, we've just uh, completed the history of Christianity in two parts, which may or may not end up as two parts as podcasts, um, to join our annual Nail Up Day podcasting selection for you, boys and girls. There's been some good ones in years gone by. And uh, there may or may not be good ones in years to come as well. Now, um, I mentioned earlier, um, I was going to look at some uh, some of the more disturbing passages of the Bible, which would show that the Lord God Almighty is somewhat vengeful and uh, somewhat, well, nasty, frankly. And one of the prime um, sources of this nastiness is uh, the book of Leviticus. Now, if I go to the uh, the Wikipedia, the book of Leviticus is uh, ooh, it's the third book of the Jewish Bible uh, and of the Old Testament. So um, you've got to remember that, uh, of course, the Bible was uh, first written in the year nothing, uh, somewhere between six thousand and thirteen and a half million a billion years ago. Um, even though they hadn't invented writing or paper then, but um, somebody took so notes. The cop- so the copyright notice would be copyright zero. I would imagine. But wouldn't it, does copyright last for, you know, 13 and a half billion years? I wouldn't have thought so. I, wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so. But um, anyway, what uh, Leviticus is about is, uh, you might remember we were talking about Moses before. He's the one that... Um, made people wander around in the desert with bad shoes for 40 days and 49, uh, 40 years rather and uh, eventually part of the waters like they do at um, uh, Universal you think, Studios. You, you think for 40 years, right? Yep. You, you'd think, like me personally, yeah, yeah. I would have given up I would have given up after eight weeks. Oh, no, because you'd say to Moses, mate, like Jesus. Oh, actually, you wouldn't have said that, of course, but you, you would have gone, oh, say that. God. <laughs> Like, really, you wouldn't mate, say when, that either. Well, no, because he's... You, you, you he's, might go, holy Moses. Oh, no, you wouldn't do that because he's not holy yet. He's only been up um, smoking the weed and got the tablets at this stage. So, you'd, no, you'd go, oh, God, Moses, mate, like, what are we fucking doing wandering around this godforsaken hellhole where there literally was nothing for 40 mm. years and 40, uh, 40 years, rather. Uh, and you go, oh, no, mate, just over the next hill. Like, just... 40 Mate, I'm, I'm tell- no, it's just over the next... Uh, tomorrow. It'll be here tomorrow. And because these people, well, are pretty dumb, and let's face it, they're in the desert. What other options have you got? But, yeah, you're right. Over the next over the next hill, don't worry. Yeah, just no, keep no going. nothing to worry about. It was just, it, it, I'm, I swear to God, it's only just around the next corner. The, ho- go, the, yeah, ho- all right. the hotel's around the next corner. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. There's a KFC just around the next corner. Mm, mm. And you go, all right, yeah, okay. Um... But anyway, so Leviticus is uh, God talking to Moses. Now, I don't know whether it was in his sleep or whether, um, you know, they're on the phone or Skype or quite how it happened, but... We don't, yeah, we don't have enough. We don't, we don't have enough detail, to be perfectly honest. They forgot to put some of the details in the Old Testament. But let me just give you a bit of an idea of what's in Leviticus. 
Now, if you curse your mother or your father, guess what should happen to you? No. Put to death. Just like that. So if you call your mother and father, put to death. Doesn't describe how you should be put to death, just put to death. Right. Let's Leviticus 29. If you're an adulterer, guess what? Put to death. If you blaspheme, Leviticus 24, 16, guess what? I'm starting to see the pattern. Death. <laughs> and this is, this is the big one that uh, a lot of people uh, like to, um, to quote uh, um, in your homophobic world nowadays. Leviticus 20, 13. Gay love. Man shall not lie with another man as he would with a woman. Guess what happens to them? Put to death. So a lot of people. And did you say that was? Did you say that was twenty thirteen? Yes. Yep. Interesting number. Leviticus twenty thirteen. Yep. Uh, so a lot of people like to quote that one, and, and hence why they're very much against the whole uh, gay everything. Um, but they forget the other ones where um, if you wear two different types of cloth, death. Plant two different types of seeds together, death. If you work on the Sabbath, Exodus 35.2, death. Basically, oh, and if you, uh, Deuteronomy 22.5, uh, if you uh, cross-dress, death. <laughs> I, wonder what, I wonder what Leviticus would say these days about multi-grain bread. Death. <laughs> he just loved death. I don't know whether he was a man, I suspect not, but whatever it is, he, uh, he just loved the whole death. Um, but he, he, he'd go apeshit if he if he had multigrain bread while you're wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Oh, you're fucked! Whilst whilst banging the neighbour's wife. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you, no no chance can you bang the neighbour's wife. Let me tell you, that is out. Uh, and you, you you know you can't bang anyone or anything. You're really in a lot of trouble. And swearing your tits off. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Although interestingly enough, it doesn't fucking uh, mention uh, swearing in the fucking Bible. No mention of it anywhere. Isn't that weird? So weird. Um, but um, but there's, there's some interesting ones. So, and something that we've discussed uh, in the past on the Vinyl Lounge Fisher, you may remember, is if you have, if uh, like you've lost a leg or a spud or an arm or an eye or something, do you oh, get it back when you go to heaven? Right. Remember that? Yeah. Well, interestingly enough, guess who deals with this particular issue? Leviticus. Correct. <laughs> the Lord said to uh, Moses, uh, for generations to come, none of your descendants who has a defect may come near to offer the food of his God. No man who has any defect may come near, no man who is blind or lame, or disfigured or deformed, no man with a crippled foot or hand, who is a hunchback or a dwarf, who has an eye defect or who has festering or running sores or damaged testicles. <laughs> no, that rules that rule me out. <laughs> no descendant of Aaron who is a priest who has any defect is to come near to present the food of offerings to the Lord. He has a defect. He must not come near to offer the food of his God. 
So basically, remember how God was all forgiving and Jesus went around and healed yeah. the lepers and everything? Yeah. Absolute yeah. bullshit in the uh, first part of the whole story, the Old Testament. And interestingly enough, in Deuteronomy 23, 1, no man whose testicles have been crushed or whose organ has been cut off yeah. may become a member of the assembly of God. So I think what we have to uh, assume from that, and possibly we should have researched this a bit earlier before we did the previous uh, piece on this very topic, uh, is that um, if you are not completely whole, you uh, you don't get to sit at the table of God for dinner. Yeah, and, the, and really what we learn from that really is if you're a bloke, don't go riding horses. Yeah, certainly don't ride horses. Uh, and uh, even if, you've got to be careful if you sit down because sometimes when you sit down in a chair and in jeans and you go to cross your legs, crush a spud. Or quite does those YouTube videos where they, they try and, um, and uh, jump the stairs by surfing the rail. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, they're gone. Melt their nuts to the to the stair rail. Or, 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 or you know those skateboard guys that uh, try and skate down a railing or something. Yeah, and, and and they slip and they get the nut crush. Isn't that what you just said, AP? Yes, I yes, thought it was. Thank you. Exactly. So, so Baz is Baz is right perfect, on top of his game, which raises a scary. Oh, if I could make a scary parallel. Yes. The Aryan race. All went to heaven. He only, yeah, no, Hitler only wanted perfect people. Yeah, in fairness, he only had one spud. One hip you, you know what also occurred to me? You know, in Nazi Germany, how they wanted to have the the most perfect people? Yes. Fucking yeah. yes. Had two. Where are you going with Sorry. that, Bazza? <laughs> it's just original thought. You oh, know. I see. I can tell that. <laughs> I can tell. Oh, it's the delay. It's the delay. It is the delay. That must be what it is. <laughs> the delay yeah, bouncing well, around the KFC well, yeah. office. No, no, the delay in the synapses and the brain. I think. <laughs> um. I like. I like the way though that the King James version of the Bible uh, describes Deuteronomy twenty-three one. He that is wounded in the stones, or hath, <laughs> or hath his privy member cut off. Shall not Bullshit. enter in. That's exactly it what it says. It, it does. actually says that, it, doesn't it? It does. Well, this is the King James Bible, of course. Yes. Shall not enter the congregation of the Lord. I like that. He who is wounded in the stones. Or is hath his privy member cut off. Is that where they get the expression, get your rocks off? I think something like that, yes. So all that time that we've thought that the Lord God, and, um, and if you uh, follow Jesus, no matter what, you will be... Uh, as long as you follow Jesus, you will enter the kingdom of heaven. Um, no. no. You've got to have an intact intact nutsack. You've got to have your spuds have got to be there and your, your, your privy member has not to have been cut off. I wonder how that goes with um, some of these uh, people that are like absolutely firm believers in the Bible from go to woe. Yeah, yeah. And what if it's an accident? Oh, I don't think that matters. Uh, so you get tar targeted unfairly. Yep. Even if it's it's an accident, you're yeah. an innocent bystander. Yeah. No, you buggered because once you're well, stoned, how can, how can that be fair? Well, I, you, you think just by um, you know rooting your neighbour's wife, you're going to be should be put to death? Isn't fair? I mean, she not, might be a good sort. Not only that, if man's meant to be in the image of God, 
and he's vengeful, and then and and, and man decides not no, not man decides, but he and man's venge, vengeful. He's in the and um, man gets punished because he's vengeful. Yeah, well, it's not his fault for being in the image. That's true, but unfortunately, this is the whole point of the exercise: is that it's all right for the Lord God Almighty to be vengeful, but even though man is created in His image by Him, uh, if he gets a bit vengeful, he gets in trouble. That's just yeah. on if he's got a full set of gentlemen's vegetables, everyone else has to as well. Exactly. And so apparently, even though... Um, oh, well, I suppose his gentleman vegetables did work because he did manage to impregnate Mary mm. in one simple afternoon's uh, uh, bit of lust. Oh, apparently it goes even... Afternoon delight. It goes even further. Um, in uh, this particular part of Leviticus that I've just noticed here... It even goes down to um, animals. You must not offer the Lord an animal whose testicles are bruised, crushed, torn or cut. So, I mean, the man's obsessed with spuds. Hmm. What a strange man. The more I read the Bible, given that this is the first time I've read it in 50 years, the more disturbed I am with it. It paints a very interesting picture. I mean, I thought it was just all about begetting and begetting and, you know, a few little sort of anomalies within it, i.e., you know, you had Adam and Eve, then they had Cain and Abel, then Cain killed Abel, and next thing you know, Cain's got a wife and children. Mm. Yeah, I've I've often thought to myself, well, that's a bit odd, but we haven't had an explanation for it. But, um, there's a lot to be explained. But now so there's I'm, a lot of there's a lot of pieces missing in, in the puzzle. There is a lot of pieces missing in the puzzle, and I'm very disturbed by some of these uh, missing pieces, especially when they're involving spuds and stones, because it would appear that uh, the Lord God Almighty, sure He created the spuds, um, is obsessed by them, and has a very low tolerance for missing pieces. <laughs> Certainly does. Maybe the spuds are the actual starting point. We should look at the spuds as the, I don't know, the, the point that we should begin from when we're trying to rationalise all this. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know how, but... Well, I suppose when you think about it, the spuds are the beginning, aren't they? Because that's where your sperm life comes from. I was just thinking that. that, that that's probably the, the reason behind the... He's obsessed uh, with spuds. The rationale behind it is that, uh, yeah, if you can't if you can't go forth and multiply, as Scott I mentioned earlier, like just like the original duo, you're, wor- you're worthless. Yeah, you can uh, step to one side and bugger off. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Do you remember just uh, earlier this week it had um, uh, controversy here in uh, Australia about uh, a couple of uh, Islamic. Uh, Lady saying that um, according to the Quran, it's all right to you know to belt your wife or whatever. And, yeah, because they said you know, it's, it's okay for the husband to hit them, uh, hit them, hit them. Yeah, but not gratuitously. No, no, you, you can only do it on um, after you've bought a chocolates and flowers, and that didn't work. Um, but the object, what they're basically saying is there is the subjugate, subjugation of the wife to the husband. Mm-hmm. Now, interestingly enough, if you go to Ephesians 5, 22 to 24, Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord, 
For your husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, of his body which is the Saviour. Now as the church submits to Christ, so should wives commit to their husbands in everything. And then in Exodus 21, 20, 21, if a man beats his male or female slave with a rod and that slave dies as a direct result, he must be punished. But he is not to be punished if the slave gets up after a day or two, since the slave is his property. <laughs> so, uh, slaves, wow. submit yourselves to your masters with all respect, not only to those who are good and considerate, but those also who are harsh. Your male or female slaves are to come from the nations around you. From them you may buy slaves. So you... Abraham Lincoln was wrong. Correct. The South was right. They were just doing God's work. Isn't that interesting? What a cotton-picking great idea. Absolutely. Although it turns out you should have picked your own cotton. But that's a different story. So there's a lot to be said about the Bible that is... Um, well, concerning. Now, of course, as we um, we remember when we spoke to uh, the two IC of the um, Archbishop of Canterbury's um, office, uh, and you can find this on the website. She um, she said, uh, oh, you don't believe in the first part of the Bible, Old Testament's a load of codswallop." <laughs> but many people do, as I mentioned earlier. So, this, sorry, gone. It should have been called the first testicle. Well, no, because testicles are sacred. Yeah, they're too sacred to be uh, joked about. I mean, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do now. I, you know, no more hanging four kilos off my spuds anymore. I don't want to um, miss out on getting into heaven because one might be a bit longer than the other. Yeah. Bad. Might get the sack. Could well do. But this uh, lunatic that's built this uh, uh, Noah's Ark down in um, uh, Kentucky, I think it is. Um, Full size? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Um, even it's like 500 cubits and all that shit. Um, mm, mm. That's an impressive structure. But he's one of these people, and a lot of the people that go down to see this are the type who believe in the Bible literally. Mm. And um, he has a, uh, a question and an answer section, which I've lost now, um, which is a shame, because uh, some of the questions that you might have about the Bible have been answered by this chappy. Um, oh, right. I've lost it now. Where the hell did I put it? Oh, bugger, don't you hate that? Um, but uh, I'll see if I can find it after the... Uh, oh, no, here we go. Answers of... Uh, answers in Genesis. Here we go. Now, you might wonder, uh, um, is the Bible true? Let's have a look. Click on the link. Wait for a second. Can we really prove the Bible is true? That's a fair question of, uh, of a thoughtful answer, worthy of a thoughtful answer. Do you know your Bible well enough to give a satisfying response? So we click on that, and the answer is um, yes, it is. Simple as that. Surprise, surprise. Isn't it? Do you want to know how fossils came about? I'd love to hear that one. Well, because, you know, that's key to the whole um, myth of creationism. Uh, not creationism, sorry, Darwinism. So if we uh, click on the link, How Fossils Are Forms, this is uh, answersingenesis.org, listener, if you want to go there and you'll be able to learn all these things yourself. Fossils can form quickly. 
blah, 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 blah. Basically, something like the Great Flood. Remember the Great Flood? We discussed it earlier with Noah. When it was uh, wet everything, lots of animals and lots of plant stuff did die because, remember, Moses only took two of each. And uh, so um, fossils can be generated in days or even hours by such things as the Great Flood. So there you go. That explains how your fossils that your uh, scientists go out to, to look at and check on how they were formed and therefore why the world is in fact somewhere between 6, 000, uh, 4,000 and 6,000 years old uh, or 13.5 billion. Or the other option, of course, is that people really didn't have a concept of time in those days and they didn't really, Methuselah didn't really live for 969 years. He, um, you know, was... I don't know, 58. People just lost track of time. Lost track of time, exactly. Mm-hmm. you got to wonder that. you got to wonder. Because they didn't have um, iPhones and things where no. you could just quickly look at them. And... Well, they didn't even have sundials, let's face it. Wouldn't have been a really good time to live, would it? I mean, it was... I mean, the whole of that history of that time, the world revolved around the Sea of Galilee, you've got gangs running around, you've got... The wrath of God every five minutes, as hot as buggery. You're probably kidnapped and then forced to build a pyramid by the Egyptos. Sandstorms everywhere. Oh, yeah, pestilence. You've got to wonder, if the world was that bad then and um, God kept uh, being vengeful and crushing it and sending his son and then crushing that and all the rest of it, when's he going to come back? Like, how bad, even though we think the world is really bad now, how bad does it have to be for him to either send in the rapture or his son once more? Maybe he send his daughter this time. And maybe, as I said earlier, King John Un is in fact the second coming and he is about to bring the rapture upon the world. Just a thought. Just a thought. A little bit more music, boys and girls. Some more of uh, religious overtones in the music. Start off with uh, a little bit of hot chocolate. Heaven is in the backseat of my Cadillac. I don't think you can get any more religious than thinking about heaven being in the backseat of this dude's Cadillac. You're on the vinyl lounge, got a basil of fish with AP over in the corner. (laughs) 